Hello there! This is Future Julia here, with a quick note before we dive into today's episode. We'd like to apologize for such sporadic episodes lately. We've definitely broken our upload schedule and been quiet on social media. Thank you for being patient with us. With the school year starting and midterms coming up, and unexpected illnesses and busy lives, the podcast has slipped our minds. We have not forgotten you. <laughs> Please continue to be patient with us. We really, really appreciate it. And please tell your friends or socials about our podcast. We'd love to see it grow, and we definitely can't do this without each and every one of you. Now, cue intro music. Hello there, and welcome back to a long-expected podcast where two girls read Lord of the Rings, one for the first time. And one for the millionth. I'm Megan. And I'm Julia. I feel like it has been so long since we've recorded... (laughs) I feel that way too. I actually lost track of time uh, for like the past, I don't know, two weeks. And I just, Mm -hmm. I don't remember how many weeks (laughs) ago it actually was that we recorded. Me too. I definitely think we skipped a week or something, but life has been crazy. I think maybe we did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully it's been crazy for other people too, so they didn't really miss us that much. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) How are you, Megan? I'm good. I, Mm -hmm. oh, I just killed a fruit fly. (laughs) (laughs) Our house has so many fruit flies right now and it's driving my whole family crazy and we don't know where they're coming from. We've made all kinds of like apple cider vinegar fruit fly traps with saran Mm -hmm. wrap and (laughs) so many are in the traps, but there's still so many just flying around in our house. Oh, that's so annoying. Anyways, it's annoying, but I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) that was so funny because i can see megan and i just see her like swatting around and she's saying like and i'm megan and welcome to a long expected podcast (laughs) and she's like swiping everywhere (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, oh we have never had fruit fly problems in our house but my grandma has a grape like vine in her backyard and she decided to give us a bag of grapes but along with those grapes came a great many fruit flies so They just like released into our house and we've had a problem for weeks since and it's so annoying. That's very annoying. Thanks, Grandma. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Before we get started, I just, I need to vent about this um, to anyone who will listen. So that is you, listeners, and Megan. Uh, (laughs) As of recording, today is October 4th and officially in all of the stores, it's Christmas. Like... We were talking about this before we recorded. Christmas has hit. It's kind of crazy. It is crazy. (laughs) I went to the grocery store yesterday and there was a Santa cardboard cutout and he was holding a bunch of those like Lindor chocolates already, (gasps) like the Christmas style chocolates. Like you, I just, I needed to get cat litter and I turned into the aisle and there was Santa waiting for me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's October. (laughs) Yeah. It's too soon for me. Me too. Yeah. I was in isolation for like two weeks because Mm -hmm. I got sick and I came out of isolation and so (laughs) many things are different. Like, first of all, I was expecting to see all the Halloween stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's... Which, because Halloween has not even passed yet. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I've been weirdly surprised by the mixture of Halloween things and Christmas things. And I wasn't mm. expecting the Christmas things yet. Yeah. 
It's and, yeah. shocking and unwanted. <laughs> Very. Yeah. And also there's like a new light at an intersection that used to be a four-way stop by my house. And I don't even know like when the construction happened. <laughs> I didn't even Megan, see the it's progress. Been two weeks. It's just there. <laughs> <laughs> Megan leaves her house and the whole world is different. <laughs> the whole world is different and it's weird. <laughs> that would actually be very shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I that happens to me at a lesser extent. Like I I don't have a car. I don't drive. Mm-hmm. And as an artist, I'm just home doing art all the time. And so yeah. there are a few days of the week where I actually get out of the house, but mostly I just stay in the house or like go on walks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there are times when I actually like leave my countryside to go into the city. I'm like, wait, when did this get here? How did this yeah. happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of new buildings coming up where I live. Um, mm. We live in... I guess two different cities, but they're kind of... We're very close together, but it's like, I'm in the country and she's in the city, so... Yeah. And there's been so much development lately that every once in a while, I'll go down a street I haven't gone in a while, and it looks so different, Mm -hmm. and it's so weird. Oh, that's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the most change I get out here is, you know, trees changing color, so that's... (laughs) I'm glad about that. (laughs) Yeah, that is nice. (laughs) <laughs> in other things that have shocked me lately um <laughs> megan have you ever heard of the 10 episode cartoon um over the garden wall no okay well you would love it so okay. if anyone listening has not heard of it it's it came out in 2016 it's <laughs> this 10 episode like they're only 11 minutes per episode cartoon uh and it's about these two brothers who are like lost in the woods And I know, but it's like the perfect autumn cartoon. Like everything is just so like Halloween and autumn and it's just so cozy, but also like a little bit spooky and there's like something going on in the background, but (laughs) it's so good. I watch it every October since it came out. So I just finished watching it and then I was like, you know what? I might as well, I'm curious about the cast. I've never looked up the cast before. So I looked up the cast and the (laughs) guy who plays the main character is Elijah Wood. What? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> That's so funny. And then this, like, I have, I've only ever seen Elijah Wood. I've never heard him speak or anything. So I was like, wait, the main character, he sounds like a little boy. Is How is this Elijah Wood? <laughs> so I looked up an interview with Elijah Wood and that Elijah Wood is using his real voice. And, okay, I'm going to sound so stupid here. I had no idea Elijah Wood was American. He's American? He's American. He's from Iowa. What? Yeah. Is this... Because I just assumed that he was British. I've never heard yeah. him speak, but he looks British. I assume he, he was British, too. Does he have an accent in the movies? The Lord of the Rings films? I'm pretty sure he does. What? Yeah, he's like a full-on American guy. <laughs> what? Shocking. I know. That always shocks me. I don't know, because, like... Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe are always compared with each other, so I just assumed that they were both both British guys. But no, Iowa. (laughs) Wow. Huh. Mm -hmm. So now I guess the first experience I've had with Elijah Wood is over the Garden Wall and not Lord of the Rings, so. Wow. The more you know. (laughs) I'm going to have to watch that. 
Yes, you definitely have to. It's so cute. Did you just kill another fruit fly? Yes. <laughs> How are they in your room? You live in the I don't basement. Oh, that's what's weirding me out. <laughs> Poor Megan. <laughs> but, anyways. Today, we are covering chapter eight, which is the road to Isengard. And I Mm -hmm. was so excited to get into this chapter. Like, finally, I feel like the action is happening. I mean, obviously it has been happening, but like, this is like what we've been waiting for. Yes, it is. (laughs) So it's morning and there is a lovely meeting of the victorious party. They're from the battle Mm -hmm. of last chapter. They're all partying and I'm pretty happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And suddenly, all the people, or the beings that were lost in the woods, which includes Gimli, um, come out of the woods. And, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was gone. Like, here's Gimli. And the first thing he does is talk to Legolas about their bet. Like, about the kill count. It's so funny. (laughs) He's just yelling, like, 41! (laughs) Yeah. I love their friendship. Me too. So he beat Legolas by one. Which I was very surprised about. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Gandalf decides and is determined to go to Isengard, and no one can convince him otherwise. He's like, I'm going, and if you want to come with me, you can, but I'm going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he says, like, a poem about the trees. Like, he's just going off about the trees in a poem. I was confused at the time, but in hindsight, I understand. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a riddle about the ends. Yeah. And the king's Which, like, why are the trees here? And then he's like, oh, there are like herdsmen. And then oh, the yeah. king's like, where are their sheep? And then it's the trees. <laughs> and it's just very weird. It's it's a very, very weird interaction. Like, Gandalf and Theoden are just two curmudgeonly old men that are just talking about anything and everything. You can tell that uh-huh. they're like their mind is a bit gone with age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Gandalf says that he's going to Isengard to parlay, uh, not fight. So yeah. yeah, picking peace, but I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. We will. Um, I feel like Saruman is not the type of guy to parlay. I feel like he wants to fight. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so they have a little memorial for the riders that were lost in battle. And yeah. there are numerous piles of dead orcs. And they can't <laughs> bury them. And they can't burn them because Gandalf says, like, you can't cut the trees. Don't cut the trees. Yeah. So just big piles of orc bodies. <laughs> Lovely. Our favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Gandalf, yeah, Gandalf refused to let them hit the trees. And at the time, I was very confused because I'm like, obviously, I know about the Ents. And we yeah. know that the forest by the Shire is a bit alive as well. Uh-huh. And and I was like, wait, is there like another set of tree beings? Like, does Tolkien just have <laughs> so many tree beings that he just wants to talk about? But we find oh out later. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, was, I wouldn't be surprised, though. <laughs> yeah. So the party rode into the woods and it's described as very dark and, like, the branches are reaching towards them and very, like, monster-like. And there's voices in the forest. So pretty uh-huh. spooky. And it's, like, really I was very stuffy. confused. Yes, uh-huh. definitely. Yeah, everyone was not comfortable. Gandalf was the only one that was just having a good time. <laughs> yes, and Legolas. He was like, I want to stop oh. and listen to the trees. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and Legolas and Gimli, they're riding on a horse together, which is so yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah. And Gimli is just freaked out by the forest and Legolas is yes. amazed. <laughs> yes, I know. And then Gimli, he goes on a long, like, romantic monologue about the yeah. caves of Helm's Deep and how, like, it's so long. He talks so, so long. long. <laughs> yep. Oh, and he's describing colors and the gems and the still lakes and how uh-huh. he's like, Detail-y describing how light passes on from day and night in the caves. Yeah. Oh, Oh. man. And then Gimli and Legolas promise to travel together uh, if they survive their journey. So they will go to Fangorn Forest together and look at the trees, and then they're going to go to Helm's Deep Caves and look at the caves together. (laughs) It's so sweet. They just make a little deal. Yes. But they've Mm -hmm. come such a long way. They have. Mm Hmm. So they finally clear the wood. Uh, I didn't realize that it was so small. They made it through very quickly. <laughs> and Lego looks back longingly and he sees eyes in the trees. Uh-huh. And then three like troll height figures come out of the trees and just like point north. <laughs> yeah. They don't even <laughs> say anything. No. And in the north, coming towards the forest is more figures. And they're, Uh like you said, they were described as the shepherds of the trees. And this just sounds like the Lorax, honestly. It does. It totally does. (laughs) I feel like ants kind of look like the Lorax, just like made of trees and not fluorescent orange. (laughs) And like way taller. Yeah, just a stretched Lorax. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) But we learn now that it's the Ents, which, yeah, that's, I'm so glad that they're back now. And, like, are these, the ones that we're seeing now, are they the ones that were traveling with Merry and Pippin to Isengard, or are these, like, a whole other set of Ents? Same Ents. Same Ents. Okay. Cool. Yes. A lot of end questions this chapter that don't get answered, so I'm excited to learn more next chapter. Yes. So, in the distance, the sky is red. And there's black circling birds, and they're assuming that they're, like, you know, chomping on those orcs. Oh, yeah. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) Really, Megan? (laughs) No. (laughs) So they rode on, and they reached the fords, and they're, like, almost dry. And Aomer is completely blaming Saruman. Like, he thinks, did you just kill another one? (laughs) Yes! It was flying out my face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the the kill count this episode is three. Yeah. <laughs> so far. So far. Uh, Aeor uh, claims that this is Saruman's fault that the fords are almost dry. Would, yeah, uh, we don't know why. We don't find out why, but no. apparently it's his fault. Apparently. And there are wolves around them as they travel, and they are deeply afraid of Gandalf and his <laughs> horse. Yes. Like, what is it with fantasy books and, like, old white guys that all the enemies are like deeply deeply afraid of like Dumbledore <laughs> is like you know Voldemort's worst enemy super scared of him like never could beat him and then Gandalf yeah. is the same as well like what is it they're the same <laughs> I don't get it maybe it's like I the long gray beard oh that could do terrifying. it that you know what that gets me too if I see a guy with a beard yeah. long enough to tuck into his belt freaky freaky <laughs> <laughs> So we learned that Gandalf's errand was to gather the scattered riders of the mark 
and send them to defend Theoden's house. So, like, that's a good deed. Again, yeah, why didn't nice. he tell anybody? He just he screwed just it out of stuff. there. He's Gandalf. <laughs> yep, he's Gandalf. <laughs> but, yeah, good that the house is defended. Obviously, we don't know for sure, but hopefully it's fine. <laughs> hopefully. So they come to the feet of the Misty Mountains. And, again, this is where... Uh, this is for The Hobbit, right? The Misty Mountains? Yeah, the Misty Mountains are from The Hobbit. And that's where Smaug lived, right? He was... No? Not quite. They had to pass over the Misty Mountains, and then the oh, the Lonely Mountain right. is where Smaug lived. Oh, you're And right, it was, right. like, a little bit beyond the Misty Mountains. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool, because I just remember Thorin's song. Every time I hear yeah. Misty Mountains, I hear his, like, deep voice singing it. Uh-huh, totally. <laughs> and I will not be singing it for you today. <laughs> All right, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so they took a, a moment to rest, and suddenly, like, everything was dark. There was no mm. stars. There was no moon. And around them, it seemed like things were, like, passing by them. So So freaky. freaky. <laughs> and like it doesn't really say but like these were the ants right i think yeah they were the ants and the trees and the, wait like the regular trees yeah the regular trees can walk uh-huh stop it wait <laughs> that's what that little forest was it was like the regular trees but the ants call them hurons oh so they're, like, they're not just, like, normal trees, but they're, like, okay, so there's, like, normal <laughs> trees that we know, and then there's Ents, and then in between is the Hurons? I think so. Like, the Hurons are the trees that are more awake. Okay. But they don't have, like, faces or voices or anything. No. But they have legs. <laughs> I don't really know how they walk. Maybe we, Maybe they, like, pull their roots out of the ground and they just start, like... Like, kind of around. like a spider. They're just, like, yeah. slowly going. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <laughs> and then suddenly, like, all of a sudden, the river started flowing. We, this is never explained. The river yeah. is just full again. I think that the Ents moved things around to make it so that the water would flow again. Okay. Maybe Aomer was wrong and it wasn't Saruman's fault that the ford was empty. Maybe it was just beavers. It could have just been Maybe. beavers with the dam. Just like a ton of beavers. A lot of them, Living yep. like uh, their own little stick palace. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Again, we've got, we've got big eagles. There's apes in the southern regions. There's yeah. got to be beavers here. Like giant beavers, though. Giant beavers. <laughs> would not be surprised <laughs> yeah so in quotes this area was described um quote it was a sad country so mm. it like it was once a very green and fertile land but apparently saruman had destroyed all of it in his building and taking over yeah uh and there's a tall pillar ahead and it's basically just a long white hand that yeah. is pointing north, and that's it. <laughs> that's it, apparently. Like, there's a lot of emphasis to north 
We don't know why, but there's just like, yeah. North is just talked about a lot. It is. It's true. Yeah. And at what point did Saruin think like, hey, I need a logo for my brand. I'm just <laughs> going to choose a hand. Just a big yeah. white hand. Because it's on like armor. It's he's yeah. known for it. I don't know. Because he's known as the White Wizard. So it makes sense yeah. that it would be whatever his logo is, it would be white. That makes sense too. But he but picked a hand. a hand. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't like, know. I don't know. I feel like it would be cooler if he did like, you know, the outline of his tower, but it's white, you know? Yeah. Or like his staff or his hat. Oh, that'd be cute. <laughs> that would be cute. <laughs> Gandalf should have that one. Yes. Like, I don't know if you've seen pictures, but in the old Disneyland downtown Disney area, uh-huh. um, I'm a huge Disney fan. <laughs> yes. They had like the sorcerer Mickey hat, like as a, just something you could stand under. It was like as oh, big cool. as a house. Wow. And you could stand under and take pictures of it. Yeah. So he should, instead of a big hand pointing north, he should just have a big white sorcerer's hat. Yeah. You know, it provides shelter. You could see it from a long way off and tell uh-huh. what it is. It just makes more sense to me. You can stand under it and get your picture taken. That, I think that's really important in Isengard. I think so too. Even though, you know, cameras probably don't exist, but that's a minor detail. <laughs> just a, they'll, they'll come up with that eventually. Yeah, eventually. But we can just be prepared for when they have cameras. Yeah, exactly. Like, you'll know that something like that is going to come, so you just prepare for it in advance, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds good to me. <laughs> so there is a description of Isengard now. Uh, and it's it's like a wall, walled off area that is shaped mm. like a ring. Like they keep describing it as a ring, which I, I like the allusion to yeah, you know, the rings. Cool. I think they could have said yeah. circle. Yeah, but he said ring is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's only one gated entrance. Only one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and there's no greenery. Anywhere. There used to be a lot, but now there's nothing because it's all been destroyed. Basically. Uh, and then in quotes, another description that I liked was, uh, quote, it looked like a graveyard of unquiet dead because there was like mounds everywhere of like things filled in and houses and stuff. So it just yeah. looked like a big graveyard. That's so spooky. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And then like this big black tall tower in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and they said that, like, none of this was original. Basically, Saruman took over this land, um, mm-hmm. like, walled it off, and then he just copied Mordor. That's all that he did. Yeah, without realizing, but basically that's what he did. Hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. Uh-huh. And then as they got closer, they realized that the hand was stained with dried blood. So gross. How? Yeah, it is gross, but, like, what's the... F- functionality of that how do you get blood up there <laughs> right i don't understand it's like his the nails of the hand were like almost dipped in blood very interesting yes <laughs> so they finally came to the gates of isengard but the gates lay broken on the ground so obviously mm. someone has been here before yeah um and the whole place is flooded so I think that's maybe where the river went to flood. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, and everything is broken but the tower. 
and there are two figures lounging on the rubble smoking. And the minute that it said that they were smoking, I was like, it's Mary and Pippin. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, so it's so exciting. <laughs> Finally, I missed them so much. It's been so many chapters. I and I think we've been expecting for the, like, for them to meet up with their companions and it hasn't happened yet. And so it's just like yeah. a really fun chapter. Yes, this it was a great buildup, actually. I really like the buildup yeah. of, you know, going back and forth in the beginning of the book. And then we had this long stretch of no Mary and Pippin, and finally we're all together again. So yeah, good. it is good. And they, like, don't recognize the party at first. And there's not, like, a moment of them recognizing them. There's just yeah. all of a sudden they start talking with them familiarly, but there's no, like, oh, guys, welcome back. Like, good to see you. Yeah, no, they just start, like talking to the king and then Legolas and Gimli are like hey we're here too (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we learn from them that Treebeard took over Isengard and Saruman and Wormtongue are in the tower trapped but everything else is taken over yeah (laughs) and Gimli is like super super angry he says quote i am so torn between rage and joy that if i don't if i do not burst it will be a um a marvel i couldn't read my notes (laughs) yeah if he doesn't burst it'll be a marvel which is so cute yes it is he was like you made us look for you for so long and you've been alive the whole time (laughs) yeah and like here you are just chilling and smoking yeah (laughs) I know, Mary and Pippin, they went through so much, and yet they're just, like, they're just chilling. They look like they've had the best vacation ever. Right? <laughs> oh, man. They're they're made of a lot more tougher stuff than I thought they were. Yeah. Like, from the very beginning, when they were complaining that they were, like, an hour um, late for breakfast, <laughs> like, to hear that and then see them now, they've come such a long way. They totally have. They're... Way more resilient than, mm. like, their kind lets on. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're a very good example of, like, the adventurous hobbits as compared to, you know, the stereotypical hobbits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so King Theoden, he's basically, like, fangirling over the hobbits. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> it is so cute. He's like, I've heard all about you halflings, and I've never seen one in person before. And he's asking them all these questions, and they're so stereotyped. Like, he only wants, he only knows about their living in, like, sand dunes and hills and holes. And he's uh-huh. like, do you really live in those? Like, that's all that I know. And it's... <laughs> yeah. Basically the equivalent of any time you and I cross over the Canadian to American border, like, the first thing yeah. we get asked is, like, do you guys really live in igloos? Like, no, don't. <laughs> I have never even seen an igloo. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm, I mean, yes, I'm definitely podcasting from my igloo right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Tim Hortons in one hand and maple mm-hmm. syrup in the other. <laughs> oh, man. Tim Hortons isn't even that good. No, it's not. The big secret is that we don't actually like Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tim Hortons is just, like, trying to be everything. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying to be 
a coffee shop and they're trying to be McDonald's and they're, mm. they're just mm-hmm. trying to be everything. Yeah, it's, mu- it's much too much. And their coffee is so watered down. Ugh. Blech. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> gross. The only good thing that they have is their ice caps. Those yeah. are so good. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so Mary and Pippin uh, get carried away in pipe lore. Like, Theoden yes. wants to know what they're smoking. And so they just, like, all of a sudden start giving him the whole history. Oh, yeah. But they so get funny. cut off. and the, Yeah, they get cut off and they're like, no, you guys can tell us later. Like, keep it yeah. keep it all in. We'll hang out with you later. <laughs> Gandalf is like, you better not let them keep going because they're going to talk your head off. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the resilience of these guys, they just... Like, marched for who knows how long. They met Ents, which they never even heard of before. They just took over Isengard and trapped, like, one of the main enemies in the tower. And now they're just ready to go off talking about pipes. What? Yeah. (laughs) And, like, eat food. And hang out. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, they're so chill. (laughs) They are. So now Gandalf and Theoden go to find Treebeard, because Treebeard told Merry and Pippin to... Send King Theoden to him. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of chapter eight. Yes. Yeah, I did not expect that. I totally thought this would be like, you know, battle part two. But this yeah. was like, they just walk straight into an already defeated area. So what's going to happen? Yeah, I know. I feel like, obviously, I don't know the powers of wizards in the Tolkien universe. Right. But like, I feel like you can't trap a wizard unless you're like super powerful like Saruman trapped Gandalf because you know Saruman's a wizard so he like he could contain another wizard but I feel like Saruman is definitely not contained in the tower but (laughs) I know I don't know yeah I don't want to say too much but Mm -hmm. for now he basically just can't get out because the whole place is flooded Oh, yeah. And wizards are afraid of water, right? Apparently. Because they're like cats, you know. (laughs) Oh, they're like cats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So chapter nine is called Flotsam and Jetsam. What a title. My (laughs) first immediate thought was those are the eels from The Little Mermaid. They are. Like Ursula's pets are Flotsam and Jetsam. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I know so, that the word flotsam means like mm-hmm. wreckage, I think, or something I, in that area. I actually looked that up. I went on a deep dive last night because <laughs> I, I just, because I needed to know. Obviously, I don't know what flotsam and jetsam are in the Tolkien universe. Like, yeah. are they characters? Is it just about a wreckage, like you said? Is it like, I have literally no idea what this could be. Uh-huh. Um, so then I was wondering if if the eels, like if Flotsam and Jetsam are prominent things in the Tolkien books, I was wondering if the eels from The Little Mermaid were named after whatever this Tolkien thing was, without <laughs> spoiling for myself what the Tolkien thing was. Right. So according to the internet, the eels were not named after Lord of the Rings. No. Uh, <laughs> so I googled it, and first of all, uh, Flotsam and Jetsam is also a thrash metal band from from Arizona, that was huh. active in 1981 to 1984. Just Fun. so you know, I don't, I don't know this band, but for your information. 
and and then like you said, flotsam is a sunken vessel which has its cargo floating. So the vessel's underwater and the cargo yeah. is up above. And then jetsam is cargo that is intentionally thrown off of a ship. So either way, mm. both of them are about cargo floating in the water. Yes. Does that <laughs> does that um make sense with the context of next chapter to you? I think so, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, not like in a super important way, but yeah. like it kind of makes sense. Ugh. I missed. I was trying to kill another one. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, Flotsam and Jetsam have to do with things floating in water. And yeah. there's, you know, Isengard is flooded right now. So yeah. who knows? Something's floating. Next chapter is just about floating things. Oh, totally. <laughs> hmm. No, I like for some reason I can't see Flotsam and Jetsam being characters. Megan, four, four. She's caught four. <laughs> that is so gross that you have four in your room right now. Like at least four that you just caught. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but I. I can't see Flotsam and Jetsam being characters. There's yeah. no ships, so and no body of water near them, so I can't see it being the literal sense of a Flotsam and Jetsam. Right, yeah. So, again, absolutely no idea. <laughs> like, yeah. the chapter titles have been so straightforward until now, you know, like, Journey to Isengard, or, like, the the forests of whatever. Like, I'm forgetting the other chapters, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, let's see. I'm curious. Forest of Fangorn, I think. Yeah, like Helm's Deep. Or like Deep. Fangorn Forest. <laughs> the King of the Golden Hall. The White yeah. Rider. Mm. Yeah, very, very straightforward. So very. I have no idea what next could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we asked a question last episode, which were our listeners' thoughts on Gandalf versus Gandalf. You know, Gandalf the White versus Gandalf the Grey. Right. Um. And as of our time of recording, Instagram is down right now, so I cannot access any of the stuff that people responded with. But I remember that literally every single person picked Gandalf the Grey just for nostalgic purposes. So Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like people said, like people agreed with me that Gandalf the White was uh, a little bit colder than Gandalf the Grey. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, thank you, everyone who submitted, and I'm sorry that I can't say who you are, but yeah, the resounding vote is Gandalf the Grey is better. But there was one person, awesome. shout out to this one person who I don't remember, again, who you are, because I can't look at Instagram, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they they said that Gandalf the Grey, uh, Gandalf the White gets better with time, so yes, I'm I'm excited to, to yeah. dive into that. <laughs> I agree that he does get better with time. I'd say mm, that's accurate. Again, He's like a fine wine. Yes. <laughs> He's Gandalf the white wine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, do we have any questions for people this week or, like, thoughts we want opinions on? Huh. I didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah, I can't really think of anything because it's, like, mm-hmm. sort of just a traveling chapter. It was just a traveling chapter, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. With interesting things mixed in between, but... Yes, this was definitely better than the typical 
traveling through fields with backpacks chapter. <laughs> yes, I definitely agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of dialogue in this one, though, but... No. Yeah, Except for Gimli's little got. monologue. <laughs> yes. Oh, my word. He was so passionate about those caves. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. And that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We love and appreciate each of you. We would also really appreciate it if you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts as it helps people find us easier. You can follow us on Instagram at longexpectedpod for memes and updates as we read. And word of mouth helps too. If you know someone who would enjoy our little journey, please tell them about us. And most importantly, let's remember the true hero of Lord of the Rings, Tom Bombadil. (laughs) Bye! Bye!